Psalm 119, verses 129 and 130. Your statutes are wonderful, therefore I obey them. The unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. So uh, I I focus on discipleship here, and and what I wrote in Signpost was that the 12 disciples were an unlikely bunch. (laughs) But when Jesus called, they followed. More importantly, as recounted in Acts, many of them served as witnesses to the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. They began the work of the Great Commission to go and make disciples of all nations. While that work may have had inauspicious beginnings, the work of Jesus and his disciples has carried down through the generations to this very moment and this very recording. Mm-hmm. I think one of the struggles that I had as I was returning to the church after being absent for a while was what does it mean to be a disciple? And sometimes I got the impression it means you had a, a better suit than the next guy, uh, that you had a better job, uh, that you were um, you know, thought of highly in your community, uh, and then you were sort of a cut above. But actually, it's just the opposite of that. Anybody, anybody can be called by God, mm-hmm. and everybody is, and become a disciple. But really what we've learned in, in the Jonah story and other places is discipleship means making a decision for Christ every minute of every day, of every day, of every year. Um, there's temptations to move away from discipleship because the call of discipleship is God's purpose for each one of us. Mm-hmm. And it may be a great um, crowd creator, and mm-hmm. it may be conversion of many people to um, following Christ, but it may be much more modest than that. And it's really not for you to know so much as to for you to do, to be a disciple, to follow Jesus Christ, and to ask questions later. You know what I'm thinking of when you when you started off uh, talking about you know we do this sort of comparison thing you know if somebody's got a nicer suit on than us or whatever uh, I'm remembering back on Pivot Sunday remember Pivot Sunday back in November yep. um, I felt a little emboldened when I when I was leading the communion table um, I don't know if you remember this but I, I turned to the Pivot men sitting in the front pews and I said you know thank you so much for being here so really the only difference between you and the rest of the people sitting in these pews is that you guys are just one step ahead of the rest of us. You've got, some, <laughs> you've got something figured out. You've got freedom. You know, you've got this recovery thing going on and your life has had a pivot point already and uh, you're heading towards Christ. And some of us haven't gotten there yet. I just remember saying that. Well, then the next Sunday, uh, somebody from the congregation came up to me, you know, in a, sort of a wealthy, accomplished person. And and she said, that really blew me away. She said, I did not understand what you were saying at first, but I uh, really get it. That was, that was kind of, um, you know, <laughs> bold of you, but I get it. So it was helpful, I, hopefully in a, you know, Holy Spirit convicting kind of way. Um, but I think it ties into what you're saying, right? Like the real disciple, the real one who follows Christ and tries to learn his commandments is simply the one who knows how much we need him every day. You know, he is our freedom. He is our hope. He is our guide and our example. 
in addition to being our savior, of course. Well, you know, the, you mentioned freedom and I think Mm. the best understanding of freedom that I have had is the freedom that comes through. I'm not going to say a relationship. That's an overused word. And, uh, I, I also see myself as attempting to follow in the footsteps of Jesus Christ in all that that means. So the way it means to me is to know him and to make him known. Mm-hmm. The hard part is to make him known. It it's, can be mm-hmm. awkward and difficult. Hmm. Uh, but it's also an effort to know him. We have the four Gospels. Uh, we have the letters, we have these amazing documents, we have the Old Testament. And I think that one of the problems the church has experienced in this century and, and the previous century is that so many um, worshipped without the foundation of the Word of God. So, you know, it's fun to sing great songs. It's fun to, you know, be in a group of like-minded people. But you're called into relationship with Jesus Christ. And that means that it may not always be great. It may be hard. Hmm. 